0: most exciting podcast the savage nation home of borders language culture here he is Michael Savage welcome to the Thanksgiving special of the Michael Savage God talk series earth and upheaval nationalists are winning across the West communist socialist front is in retreat denying what is happening to them as a result of their open borders and attack upon the indigenous native populations. This is Michael Savage. Yes, wave our flags and they can go to hell. They can call us flag wavers, nativists, anything they want, but their time is up. It's time for them to go. How do you you like that? How's that for an opening? I know nobody's listening because they're out busy shopping. After all, it is Sunday on the Thanksgiving weekend. What better to do than build up your cardiac profile by cluttering your arteries with fatty and sugary foods and then shopping for things that nobody wants? Isn't that the American way? And while you're at it, why don't you buy some stuff for the illegal aliens that are flooding our borders, those poor people coming over the border? They're not poor, of course, as you well know, as you well know, uh, not poor at all. The fact of the matter is they're coming here with designer clothing and uh, new sneakers, new haircuts, iPhones, never looked so good, healthier than the native population. Immediately free housing, free food, free phones. And you wonder why Geared Vilders wins in Holland? Savage. Michael Savage, a host like no other. Middle East on the brink, North Korea on the brink. now here's something beautiful for you to hear i remember that i interviewed him a while ago i didn't know when i interviewed Gerd Vilders, but i had staff look into it it turns out that on october october 19th 2009 michael savage interviewed Gerd Vilders, and it was about him being banned in the united kingdom around the time i had been banned in the united kingdom So today's show is entitled Earth and Upheaval because it's an upheaval on the level that the societies are reforming themselves back into the original forms that they were. This construct called the EU, for example, might dissolve. If Gerd Wilders does become prime minister and there's a slight chance he might pull off the coalition necessary to do it, one of the things he wants to do is remove Holland from the european union which has destroyed most of western europe with muslims africans perversion degeneracy high prices and police states everywhere look at what they did to tommy robinson in england you may not know who tommy robinson is he's a nationalist an english patriot and they put him in prison for daring to say what he felt about muslims stabbing children and women in ireland they threw him in jail you see white policemen the quote bobbies, attacking him and putting him in jail just for saying what he believed while the muslims run fl- free in these countries saying kill the queen and allah Akbar and we'll take over your country can you believe this now gert wilder's manifesto promotes a ban on all islamic schools qurans and mosques wow and for would forbid anyone from wearing the hijab from entering government buildings oh my goodness Can't have that. Can't have that. Gerard Wilders on the Michael Savage podcast Hear what the new Dutch leader has to say from October 19, 2009. Now, his publicly expressed views include linking Muslim immigration with terrorism. Well, that can't be true. A Muslim just stabbed an Irish child to death and stabbed three women in the name of Islam and calling for a ban on mosques because most of these mosques, are hives of hatred. Did you know that? They don't preach religion, they teach conversion. Now, if you don't know history, I'm not here to teach you a whole list history les- lesson. But most of the world that is Islamic was conquered. They didn't become Islamic or Muslim by choice. Small armies of 1,000 killers, like Hamas, went into these countries, and these small armies took over small pieces of the nation one at a time. How? Through preaching uh, love? No. Through the sword, through fire, through rape, and through murder. If you don't know history, that's not my problem. That's your problem. But here in America, we are so gullible and so stupid that history itself is considered racist. Reality is considered racist. Two plus two is considered racist. Two plus two is four is considered racist. Everything that the left wants to jumble, they call racist. I've been at this game a long time. So you can fool some of the morons some of the time, and you can fool some of the morons all of the time, but you can't fool all of the people all the time, said Honest Abe Lincoln. That's right. There is a plot to destroy America, as I say in my new book, which is available in bookstores. And yes, I will talk about it because there are things in here worthy of discussion. So what does... The genius Michael Savage have to say about the plot to destroy America. Well, he says the Civil War is here. He talks about the leftist insurgency, Stalinist Biden, the new Kulaks, the real armed insurrection, and a post-constitutional society. How tyrants rise? Who is really running America? The show trials plot. Hmm, that's an interesting one. Now the censorship plot's an interesting one. Because the racism of the left is a well-known fact. If it's anti-white and anti-male and anti-heterosexual, it's fine. The minute it uh, says the truth about anything or anyone else, it is called, well, you figure out the ism and you can get it right anytime you want. The degenerate West versus the Christian East. Now, that's an interesting part for us to jump off at. Maybe I should read that to you. Would you like that? The sewer bowl as opposed to the Super Bowl. Supreme suicide. Transanity in sports. Hippie Marxists. Bailouts for bums. America is as sick as its people. Winner take all. Fractured America. Pot legalization referendum first put out there by George Soros. Oh, don't get me started on him again. The war plot encouraging Zelensky, demonizing Putin. That's an interesting story, what Zelensky is doing. How he had uh, the Ukrainians launch um, drones onto Moscow yesterday and Moscow shot them all down. Why does this little petty Hitler want to provoke a wider war? Why would Zelensky, the little Hitler of our time and Napoleon, if you want. Okay, so he banned Christian churches that he didn't like. Oh, Casey closed down TV and radio stations and newspapers he didn't like. That doesn't make him Hitler. That makes him Trudeau. But why does he want a wider war? Because America is losing interest in this friggin' act. World hero, Churchill, Napoleon, anything you wanted to be, wherever he went, marched around with the green shirt like he just came from the front lines. When prior to this, he was a well-loved, well-known, perverted comedian who played the piano with his schmendrick. What a schmendrick it must be that he could play the piano with it. I got to give him that. So the man who was known for playing the piano with his uh, private part was uh, put in power by the Nazis in Ukraine because the Ukrainian people did not want war. You don't know that because the media won't tell you that. But I'm telling you that. I'm telling you that. They elected the, commun- the, the the sorry, the comedian Zelensky, because he said, I'm running on an anti-war platform. I don't want war with Russia. I won't invite us into NATO and I will not put NATO on the border with Russia. And the Ukrainians voted him in because they w- they wanted peace, not war. They woke up and the little Hitler suddenly booked his own act and he became everything that the far right or lunatic fringe of Ukraine wanted him to be. And he enjoyed it so much. Academy Awards, everywhere you went, Golden Globes, the toast of the town. Now, all of a sudden, America's had enough of him. The idiots thought that they could roll over Russia. Every other day, Putin's dead. Putin's got cancer. Putin's insane. There's a body double. Remember all the lies put out by AP, UPI, Twitter, Facebook? It was all a lie. Only a few of us saw through it. Putin's still there. The Russian way of war is much different uh, than you may think. If you study history and the study of the history of the Russians and how they wage war, they use a crushingly slow campaign. They use wars of attrition. How could a small nation like Ukraine believe it could defeat a large colossus like Russia? It's impossible. Everyone knew that except Jake Sullivan, Everyone knew that except Yosef Biden, his time. Yosef Biden, his time. Yosef Biden, his time long enough to become president, the lunatic. So Zelensky's now in trouble because America's turned its attention to Israel, fighting for its survival against the Philistines. And the Philistines, of course, own the American media already. Every one of the Philistines is a victim, all of the Philistines are, are, are victims. And all of the Jews are the dictators. So everything is upside down in the West. Lesbians who would be thrown off buildings in Muslim countries are now marching with the Philistines. Go figure that one out. Well, I figured it out a long time ago. The title for everything. There's your title for your lesbian daughter. See, I don't care what people do sexually, but when it makes them crazy, then I care. And they're crazy heteros, they're crazy homosexuals, they're crazy lesbians. But if you look at LGBTQ, what is the first initial? Mm, first initial is L. L. Mm, lesbian. They run, the, they run the parade. They run the whole show. Now, you may ask what this has to do with politics. What does sexual orientation have to do with politics? The answer is, to most people, nothing. But to the LGBTQ armies, it has everything to do with politics. They use their uh, sexuality as a weapon. Savage. The Savage Nation. It's Savage on Demand. But I don't want to get distracted because I get distracted sometimes. That's why I write so many books or wrote so many books. I wanted to uh, go into one of these pieces in my book. Maybe I should do Just Ask Mao. That's an interesting one. That's an interesting one for all of you people who have children who have been taken in by the Pied Piper. Uh, Bernie Sanders, the most dangerous man in American political history, a man who should have been in jail for what he did to this country, for seducing millions of young people into believing there's a thing as such as called Democrat socialism. As a very wise man wrote in this book, no such thing as democratic socialism, because this wise man researched it. Talk about Trotsky. I talked about the Trotskyite Bernie Sanders, who has three homes, maybe five by now. He's not a Marxist. He's, a far, he's far worse than Karl Marx. He is a Trotskyite, something that uh, those on the so-called right have not get, gotten up to. There's the a the Marxism. Cultural Marxism, Marxism, Marx, Marx, Marx. Marxism. No, he's a Trotskyite, calls himself a democratic socialist. There is no such thing, writes the wise man. They are communists. Read the history of the Soviet communist movement, says the wise man. These are all enemies of the people. Men died in Korea and Vietnam to stop communism. Now we have Bernie, the naked Trotskyite, who has run for president twice, and recently engineered the worst budget in American history. Did you know he he's the one behind the budgetary crisis we're having? A man who never ran a lemonade stand is in charge of our national policies with regard to our economy. Ask yourself how men like Bernie Sanders, who would have been considered a seditious enemy of the state not that long ago are now thought leaders among the young and contenders for the presidency. As I reminder, you, Stalin said, those who vote decide nothing. Those who count the vote decide everything. You've heard that now because I wrote it 20 years ago in one of my books. Democrats didn't want him in the White House, but it likes him out there pushing the Overton window on communism. That'll be soon on, on Fox News. Overton window. Oh, Overton window. And because of the complicit vermin and uneducated adults in the media, oh, my God, vermin. People didn't even know, don't even know that what is he is espousing. One last paragraph when I go back to the free form. There is no such thing, all of you youngsters, as democratic socialism. It derives from the Communist Party of Russia. It was not invented by occasional cortex. The party had a social democrat wing prior to the violent revolution of 1917 after which they claimed it to be the communist party trotsky was originally a social democrat after the revolution was successful the violent revolution he was put in charge of the military wing of the communist party and oversaw the killing of millions of fellow russians for being counter revolutionaries that is the true nature of bernie sanders occasional cortex and the squad They're all waiting for the violent revolution so they can kill you. They use the moderate sounding packaging for communism. If you listen to the hateful mouth of occasional cortex, often seen in a bubble bath, she is one of the most racist people I've ever heard speak in Congress. Her hatred for white people literally falls off her ruby colored Hispanic lips. Then you have the ungrateful Ilhan Omar, the mentally ill Omar, who should be deported to, to Somalia for marrying her brother and coming to America with her hatred. We need to bring back the Sedition Act. It's all there for you right here. The wise man wrote it. Just ask Mao. You can read about Mao if you want. Maybe I'll do that tomorrow. I'll read it now. Here's what old Mao Tse Tung wrote because I have his little red book somewhere and he wrote this. I actually read the little red book. He's wrote The democratic revolution is the necessary preparation for the socialist revolution and the socialist revolution is the inevitable sequel to the democratic revolution the ultimate aim for which all communists strive is to bring about a socialist and communist society close quote mao Zedong, who killed 30 million of his fellow chinese makes no distinction between democratic socialism and communism Ultimately, though, he wanted a completely communistic society. This is what Bernie Sanders is working for. He says democratic socialism today because that rat knows that it is simply a stop on the train ride to communism. A warning to all freedom loving Americans. Put it in your stocking stuffer. Maybe you can save one vote. Is that enough for the day or would you like more out of my hide? shall I give you more or you want Mike to go back to a normal life maybe I'll play a little more great America great European music Gustav Holst Gustav Holst the planets great music from a European great white man music the whole edifice of Western civilization being assaulted by the psychotic degenerate vermin on the left Bring it all down, girl! Hey, hey, ho, ho! Weston Civ has got to go. That was the chant of the lesbian feminists in the 60s. I lived through it. Hey, hey, ho, ho! Weston Civ has got to go. Hey, hey, ho, ho! Western civilization has got to go. Has it gone yet? Is it over yet? No. Can we still save it? Don't know. Patient may not be able to be saved. The police state is too strong. The police state is so powerful in America right now that everyone's afraid to even speak out, let alone act out. Joseph Biden has ushered in a form of totalitarianism that is frightening to behold if you actually study what he's doing. Joseph Biden, the man who said he would u- unite America, has frightened America anyone who knows what the man actually has done is frightened of what he has done but he's not finished yet he is not finished yet he's only just begun now I did a whole podcast on uh, the fact that I believe Gavin Newsom will be the next president how exactly they're going to engineer it I don't know I know that this week I think it's this week or next week um DeSantis and, and Gavin are debating each other that should be interesting naturally I'm rooting for uh, my good friend who I never met from Florida Savage The Savage Nation It's savage, uncut, unfiltered and raw What would you like me to say? Tell me what you want to talk about Shall I play Gustav Holst? Great white man music It's too sophisticated for the turkey eaters They like the turkey trot They like getting the trots at McDonald's Imagine a mind like this, a mind that could do this. How could the human mind create such a thing? The Planets, Opus 32, Seven Movement Orchestral Suite by the composer Gustav Holst, written between 1914 and 1916, First World War. Each movement of the suite is named after a planet of the solar system and its corresponding astrological character as defined by Holst, Gustav Holst. Not current taught, they are now teaching hip-hop in our schools. Hip-hop, hip-hop, that's American music, hip-hop. Hip-hop, wonderful contribution to humanity, hip-hop. Well, my friends, we've had a lot of fun thus far. I've given you a shorty today. I'm looking for the time so far. I don't know how much we've done together. I just gave you a phone number from Radio Day's. Many of you are saying you listen to me on radio when I was on. I mean, you're getting my nostalgia. I told you radio is in my rearview mirror. There are different phases of a person's life. I went into radio when I was 52 years old, but I sounded like I was 22 years old. I was in radio for 26 years. Is that not enough of my hide for you? No, nothing is enough for, for audiences. You got to understand something about audiences. Audiences are insatiable. They're like nymphomaniacs they want to take your last drop of blood and then spit you out and get someone else to devour radio was a wonderful last big career i then went into podcasting it took me two years of planning my podcast before i left radio to make the smooth transition to a monetized podcast which is heard everywhere now all over the world it's in the top 10 of all podcasts according to my advertising agency not according to the vermin who tell you otherwise. I'm very happy with my podcasts and my occasional YouTube broadcasts and my social media sites. It's what I want to be doing right now. Radio is wonderful. That was wonderful at the time. I have now someone said to me the other day, when did you last listen to talk radio? I will swear right now on a Bible. I have not listened to talk radio once since I left. There was nothing left to listen to in my opinion. That's how egotistical I am. But I'm also right. Because what I brought to radio, no one ever could match. I was the greatest. I think I'll conclude with the last few tweets of the week. Let's see where I begin. When you, you read all about the uh, lawsuits against these famous people by uh, women who were claiming they were sexually abused 25, 50 years ago, I read that the, the Adult Survivors Act went into effect in New York in November of 2022 in order to get Donald Trump, and it opened a one-year window for sexual abuse accusers to file suits in state and federal courts about claims that would have been time barred by the statute of limitations, and that window would have expired Friday. It did, so these verminous lawyers who should be deported brought all these lawsuits against these famous people in the last few hours of that day. Then I did a podcast Thanksgiving in a time of social upheaval, which you must listen to if you're a good savage fan. And then on November 24th, here's a little headline for you, which didn't make it to the San Francisco Chronicle. Muslim stabs women and children in Dublin. City erupts. Oh, yeah. Akbar. And he killed a child and stabbed women. And Ireland almost erupted. And then the fascist police in Ireland started to arrest white men who wanted to defend their women and children. It shows you. How upside down the west has become then we saw the israel phoenician trade and the sadistic subhumans in hamas gave back three of four family members and kept back the fourth one and the lesbians and gays marched with hamas go figure that one out then i tweeted is israel fighting phoenicians not palestinians now of course if you study the history of jordan trans jordan And things of that nature, you'll find out that um, Jordan was actually created for Palestinians at the time for an Arab state and next to it, a Jewish state. But it never happened. Never happened. So now we have this. Then is Islam compatible with a free society? I asked. Why did I ask that this morning? Well, there was a little story up on the uh, on the news that you missed in the San Francisco Chronicle. You want to hear the little story you missed because you don't read the proper sources? Riot in Queens High School as anti-Israel students threatened a mob of a woman Jewish teacher. More than two dozen New York police officers rushed the teacher into an empty office and locked the door, at which point a student mob, they should add of Muslims, gathered outside and tried to force its way in. Is that compatible with America? Hillcrest High School in New York's neighborhood of Jamaica, Queens, rampaged through the halls of their school for two hours after they discovered that a woman teacher had participated in a pro-Israel rally. Could you believe this? This is in my country. So I asked a simple question. You tell me your answer. Here's Michael's question. First, I have to eliminate that. I don't want to click the wrong one. I have to go back here. Here we go. Is Islam compatible with the free society? I'll let you figure out the answer to that one. I think you can figure that one out, right? Or well, you can't figure that one out. And then after that, we had a few new ones uh, today. I love Twitter. I live on it when I'm not living my life. Jordan is Palestine, says Gerd Wilders. That was one of his uh, statements. I quoted him on Twitter. Jordan is Palestine. Then I quoted this. Gerd Wilders on the Michael Savage podcast coming Tuesday here with the new Dutch leader has to say from October 19th, 2009. Geert Wilder's manifesto promotes a ban on all Islamic schools, Korans, and mosques, and would forbid anyone wearing the hijab from entering government buildings. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Can't have that. Can't have that. Got to let them take over the whole West until they're satisfied when you're on a prayer rug braying to Mecca. Then maybe they'll leave you alone. Just maybe. But I don't know whether this Geert Wilder's thing and the other little things that are happening around Europe are really that's significant i think that the communist left the degenerate communist drug, drug drug addicted left is so powerful the bernie sanders the joe biden's the vermin on the left the uh, trudeaus are so powerful and so demonic and so angry and so mad and so dangerous that i'm not sure that a Wilders victory in the netherlands can actually uh, change things for the better Set to become, by far the biggest party in the Dutch parliament. Telegraph says anti-Islam firebrand Geert Wilders wins Dutch election. Telegraph is far left, so he's anti-Islam. Instead of saying he's pro-Dutch, and he talked about giving not giving houses to Muslims and Africans before Dutch who can't afford them, and giving them free everything, and giving the Dutch high cock, they're calling him anti-Islam firebrand. The Daily Express says Dutch election earthquake sends UK signal. Fed up voters are losing patience. Then the Economist tries to play the and says Gert Wilders' Dutch election win is a headache for Europe. See headache, 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 headache. Well, we'll see if Gert Wilders is uh, a not assassinated, and B can get anywhere in Holland and saving the tulips from the praying mantises that were invited in to the land of the Dutch. We'll see if he can make the windmills turn again, boys and girls, until we see you again right here on the uh, Michael Savage, whatever it is, you want to call it Savage, home of borders, language, culture, the Savage Nation. I suggest you look inside the plot to destroy America before the book is banned, like I've been banned in England. You still don't know that. I'm the only American broadcaster who cannot go to England. That's right muslim want to overthrow the queen overthrow england come on in michael savage stay out 2009 been there done that i know what it's like gert Wilders will be with us from that old broadcast don't get me wrong we found that i couldn't believe i had i knew i did an interview with him and i said the guys worked for me fine that they found it, october nineteenth, two 2009 michael savage interviews Gerd Vilders. and you know what we talked about? Him being banned in the UK, and he came on my show to talk about me being banned. How do you like that? Maybe I should run for office. Never happened. I mean, I'm the same age as Biden. I mean, I could run. I could be in a, a, a spoiler. I could run. I could be a spoiler. I could get 4 5 6% of the vote and ruin it for some fake conservative. What do I need it for? Do I need it? I want to be in politics like a loch cup. That means a hole in the head, an ancient uh, European language called Yiddish. I need to go into politics like a Luchen cup. I don't really want to leave right now. So last night, after a beautiful day, my son and I watched Godfather 2. <laughs> you want me to reminisce about GF2? It's an interesting movie. It was, Actually, it was the best of the, of the triumvirate. GF2 was the best. That's where the young De Niro first appears and wins the hearts of America, playing the young Vito Corleone And the way they cast it. He was a poor, innocent grocer, happy to be working in a grocery for pennies a day and going home to his wife and child in a little tenement on Sullivan Street in New York when he is thrown out of the job. By the black hand who wants his nephew to work in the grocery store and the young veto is forced into crime he never really wanted to become a criminal that, that's the, the mythology that he didn't really want to go into into crime right are supposed to believe that some people are born criminals so don't, don't believe everything you see but some of my favorite scenes in gf2 are i watched it again last night ben coppola had such an operatic sense of cinema it's astounding When you watch the wedding scenes, when you watch the Tahoe dance scene, under the thing you know under the the Coppola couple of Coppola couple Coppola's coppola when the people dance under the couple by Coppola, on Lake Tahoe on the old Kaiser Estate, magnificent staging, just beautiful. We all fell in love with the old Kaiser Estate on Lake Tahoe. Then of course there's some great, great, fabulously orchestrated scenes of the shootout after they tried to strangle that guy in the bar. I forget his name. He was my favorite character. Hey, up in the mountains, what are you drinking? Okay, champagne, champagne cocktails. I love that character. Probably he's already pushing daisies somewhere. I turned it off and went to sleep. I slept a straight eight hours. Oh, I have something new for you. That's what I'm getting at. More important than anything I've said yet more important than the savage republic is a piece of health advice for you that you're not going to believe but you can't get it anywhere else do you want it you want health advice at the end for those of you stuck it out you ready (laughs) we just we just ran out of time pop we just ran out of time great line remember when he's talking to his father i want you to be senator corleone governor corleone we'll get there pop we just ran out of time They didn't run out of time in San Francisco. They got there all right. So to make a long story short, a little health advice toward the end. You want it or not, say yes. In order to get my health advice right now for free, you're going to click the like button, number one. You're going to do it right now. You're going to click the like button right now. Click the like button right now. I'm not doing it. That's number one. Number two, for those of you who aren't cheap, go and buy this on Amazon right now or go into a bookstore and buy it for a Christmas gift and maybe save your daughter from becoming a psychopathic left-wing lunatic. You want the health advice? Click the like button. Maybe I won't go. Maybe I won't give it. Maybe I'm going to hold it back from you. I shouldn't do that. That's not fair. I mean, I don't want to be like, you know, coquettish fire up the gustav holst because here comes the health advice Okay, boys and girls, you click the like button, I guess what do I know? Turn off Gustav Holst for the moment. And I hold up a cue card for you of what I'm going to talk about. See the little notes I just made? Great handwriting, just the greatest. Look what I wrote, melatonin and tryptophan. Now, why did I write that down? Well, although most of you have just a primitive knowledge of human nutrition, and I have an expert knowledge of human nutrition, having earned my doctorate in 1978 from one of the greatest universities in the world in that field, the University of California at Berkeley. It doesn't give me perfect knowledge, but I certainly have a scientific basis for any claim I may make. So I'm going to make a claim. I was discussing with a family member a humble thing called oatmeal. And. Um, I said to him, I don't eat oatmeal. I don't like it because it makes me sleepy. This is going on for 40 years. Whenever I eat oatmeal, I want to go right to sleep 10 minutes later. So my family member said, well, he said every day he noticed he's sleepy. So I said, let's look up why. Turns out he finds in the literature oatmeal is very rich in bingo, melatonin, and tryptophan. So Doc Savage, even at his age, because he's curious about everything, said it's the perfect food for a midnight snack and the worst food in the world for breakfast. Oatmeal is the worst food you could eat for breakfast. You're not a horse with a bag on your mouth. It puts you to sleep because it has boys and girls, melatonin, and tryptophan. Now, tryptophan, as you know, is an amino acid, an essential amino acid, one of the eight, And it's also found in Turkey, which is why you get sleepy after the turkey dinners, in addition to all the other garbage you've eaten. But the point is, is that oatmeal is the perfect food for a midnight snack and the worst food for breakfast. So we shifted to whole grain buckwheat, known in Eastern European circles as kasha, which was a staple of Eastern Europe for centuries. It was a Jewish food. Kasha was a great Jewish food for Eastern Europeans and made people hardy and strong. It's not it's not wheat based at all. It's called kasha. Buckwheat's kasha. Buckwheat, buckwheat. Buckwheat is not wheat. So this morning we had buckwheat. But listen to this. I practice what I preach. Last night at 1130, I made a bowl of oatmeal since I said it's the perfect food for a midnight snack. Put nothing in it. You don't want to put all this. No sugar. Don't put that garbage in there. Don't put milk in there. Don't put anything in there. I said oatmeal, didn't I? Tryptophan, melatonin. Don't load it up with sugars and fats. I slept like I haven't slept in 40 years. I couldn't believe it. It actually kept me awake. I woke up like a quarter to eight. Refreshed, strong, good. And then I ate buckwheat for breakfast. And now... I have to say goodbye. Happy trails to you. May you enjoy the rest of the shopping frenzy with your family eating leftover greasy turkey. And I will conclude by playing great white man music. We'll go back to Gustav Holst, who is the composer of the day. It's not hip hop. This is not hip hop. This is Western civilization. It's like the Egyptian pyramids created by the great Egyptian civilization, which was not always Muslim, by the way. Go and study the history of Egypt. They were not Muslim. They were conquered by the Muslims who immediately burned the Alexandria Library to the ground. Oh, yeah! They don't teach you that at Harvard. Burn the Alexandria Library to the ground. You won't find that in the history books, boys and girls, because you're all on melatonin tryptophan and hate 24 7 well there's my lesson today what a great seminar i gave you you got from soup to nuts from western civilization to nutrition everything in one the great michael savage by himself from me to you Savage, a host like no other. You've been asking for it for a long time now, and now it's happening. Geert Wilders, the Dutch lawmaker who has been castigated for speaking the truth about radical Islam, joins us now for an exclusive interview on the Savage Nation. He was banned from Britain, and that ban was just overturned in the courts. This is his first American interview since he was allowed back in England. Geert, thank you very much for being with us today on the uh, Savage Nation radio program.
1: It's an honor for me to be on your show.
0: Well, you're the real real honored guest because you've been through, uh, as a movie once said, to Helen back. How many years were you on that list of banned individuals?
1: Well, actually, I, I don't uh, know that I was on a list of banned individuals in the United Kingdom, but I heard... And February this year, when I wanted to travel to the United Kingdom, that um, Jackie Smith, the then home secretary, uh, banned me from entering. So uh, I don't think I'm actually on the list, but she just banned me from entering because she thought that my presence would uh, endanger community harmony and therefore public security of that kind of uh, nonsense.
0: Yes, of course. Uh, I'm, I'm you of know, course, I'm all about I... that, don't you? Well, I'm on a list with murderers and terrorists. It's interesting to me that so-called liberals would link speech with the action of murderers. To them, I guess, speech and action are one and the
1: same. Exactly.
0: Your movie is the most important part of this discussion. All you want to do is show the short film called Fitna, which explores uh, the Quran. Have you shown that yet in England?
1: no not yet uh, but uh, millions of people have watched it on the internet uh, by now but no i uh, we planned to uh, now we plan to um, show it in uh, march uh, next year um, and i still hope i will be allowed then uh, to uh, enter as you know the uk courts um, last week overruled the decision of the uh, british uh, government the cowardly decision to ban me. So I went over um, last Friday and talked to uh, one of my friends of the House of Lords, Lord Malcolm Pearson, and we agreed to try again in March 2010. And it was really ridiculous that the UK government thought that there would be some kind of rouse or whatever in the streets of London because I showed fitna in the United States Senate, in the Parliament of Denmark, in Jerusalem, in in, in Rome, next month in the Parliament of the Czech Republic and never anything has happened. So I'm afraid, uh, like with you, it's more a political decision than a decision that is based on, uh, on, any, uh, on any law. It's just a dimitude and the weakness of the um, liberal um, cultural relativists that unfortunately are in charge in, uh, in Europe today.
0: Garrett, you know, I noticed while you were speaking outside with some of the most hate-filled practitioners of the religion of peace, screaming things such as sharia law will be in dominating england we will dominate uh kill those who insult islam i thought they were the best advertisement for why your film should be seen everywhere before it's too late
1: exactly they um they exactly proved my point while i was holding a, a press conference with uh, lord malcolm pearson uh, um, in the uk parliament there were uh, a bunch uh, a mob really of muslims shouting that uh, I should be uh, have uh, capital punishment, and that Sharia should be enforced in the whole of Europe and freedom go to hell uh, is what they uh, shouted and
0: why are they allowed to stay in England that's considered freedom of speech but my my espousing of uh, of nationalist tendencies meaning a nation should be defined by its borders language and culture is considered criminal by these internationalists
1: yeah probably I'm afraid that uh, uh, all over Europe it's not only United Kingdom even though they are one of the worst and those um, weak cultural relativists uh, give in and give up to uh, to everybody who is speaking in favor of uh, the Islamic uh, dangerous ideology but people are critical against and they see as a as a threat Uh, and of course this is um, completely the wrong way um, around uh, uh, this problem you cannot um enter the united kingdom if you say as a as a if you're not incitement of if you don't i don't and you don't i'm sure incite violence or hatred uh, i have nothing at all to do with that but still
0: no, no i have not either i wouldn't have lasted in radio five minutes let alone 15 years you know what i love gear the bbc covered this on fr- on thursday and they said far right dutch MP Gerd Wilders has won an appeal against the home office decision, barring his entry. It's interesting to me that your ancestors in Holland who fought the Nazis, would they have been called far right as well for standing up to Hitler because they believed in the sovereignty of uh, of your home country?
1: Of course not. And this is exactly the point I also uh, make, the double standard that they have but don't forget um, the leaders in most of the european countries are weak they are giving in most part of the electorate uh, nowadays is also a growing part of the electorate is from uh, islamic uh, origin uh, they don't they have a big identity crisis they don't know who they are um, uh, they don't know uh, what they uh, what culture they should uh, uh, fight for and once again i have nothing uh, against people or against uh, muslims but i know that the islamic ideology the stronger it becomes the less freedom um, we will get. So we have to fight this totalitarian ideology. This is why I compared, like for, by the way, Winston Churchill did in the fifties in his book, The Second World War. I compared um, the Quran with Mein Kampf, and I compared um, the um, um, Islamic ideology with other totalitarian ideologies like communism or fascism. Why do you say that
0: the Quran is like Hitler's Mein Kampf? Obviously, that would that would incite uh, a lot of reaction. Many people would say, "Wait a minute." Are you an enemy of Islam? I know you're not, but I'd like you to explain what you mean by that.
1: Well, you know, um, uh, I believe that Islam is not another leaf on the tree of religions. Um, of course, it has uh, partly, maybe 5%, it's a, it's a religion. It has um, religious symbols like temples uh, um, and and a holy book and things like that. But I believe that Islam, unlike um, uh, other religions, Christianity or Judaism, really um, um, has um, no intention to assimilate or to integrate. Islam wants to dominate um, our um, societies. The ideology is therefore totalitarian, and therefore I compare it indeed with communism um, or fascism. Um, Once again, I'm not talking about the people. I know that the majority of the Muslims in our societies today are law-abiding people, but the ideology has what they call the kafirs, uh, the people who are non-Islamic, has very um, bad things installed for us, Uh, for everybody who is non-Islamic, and has no room for anything but um, Islam and you see it if you I traveled um, uh, to almost every country in the Middle East where the Islamic culture was is dominant there was an Iraq Iran Syria and you see that there is no country where the Islamic ideology or the Islamic culture is dominant that you see a rule of law that you see a civil society that you see a, 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 a functioning uh, parliament that can send a leader home with 51 uh, percent of a majority this is not the case and we get all immigration legal and illegal um, from um, those part of. Of the world in Europe and we should stand up and fight and show who we are what our identity is and it's certainly not an Islamic identity the culture that we have
0: so you are calling for are you still calling for the ban of five years on the founding of mosques and Islamic schools a permanent ban on preaching in any other language but Dutch Foreign imams should be forbidden to preach, radical mosques should be closed, and radical Muslims expelled. Do you still stand by those principles that you espoused in your I book, really- Honest Talk? In in March of 05 you wrote a, a blockbuster of a book called Honest Talk. And in that book, this is what you called for, do you still believe that these ten these points should be implemented?
1: I really believe that they should be implemented because once again the more Islam a society gets, the less freedom. Um, um, we, will, uh, we will have and I believe that um, the immigration um, uh, which is uh, often unfortunately um, illegal but also very legal, we have a mass immigration from um, Islamic countries is really changing our society um, um, for the uh, worse and I don't believe in Islamic schools either I believe that young Muslim children if they want to be independent and integrated should go to schools uh, with Dutch uh, uh, children and not separated uh, and being educated in uh, ideology of uh, of hate and, uh, and and, uh, intolerance. So yes indeed, um, if Muslims in our societies want to adhere to our values, to our constitution, to our rule of law, they are very welcome to stay and I would even like to help them to integrate. But if they cross the red line and start thinking about in, uh, implementation of uh, Sharia or commit crimes, I think there can only be one message and that is that um, we will extradite you and there is no room for such people in our societies.
0: You're absolutely right, Gerd. We'll be back in just a minute with Gert Wilders on the Savage Nation. Seven. The Savage Nation. It's Savage on Demand. The Muslims have enriched the United States. They have fought in our wars, they have served in our government, they have stood for civil rights, they have started businesses, they have taught at our universities, they've excelled in our sports arenas, they've won Nobel Prizes, built our tallest building, and lit the Olympic torch. And when the first Muslim American was recently elected to Congress, he took the oath to defend our Constitution using the same Holy Koran that one of our founding fathers, Thomas Jefferson, in his personal library. We're back now with my guest, Dutch parliamentarian Gert Wilders. Well, it's interesting to me that uh, you have to go around with bodyguards since you wrote a book in your country. Are you still under the same protection?
1: Yeah, for exactly this month, uh, for five years now, it started in uh, 2004 uh because of my publication and what i said in parliament and um um, about islam and mosques and radicalism and yes i got threats from from all over the world from the netherlands but also from al-qaeda linked organizations
0: Geert, does your government provide this security detail
1: yes they do they do um um, it's not my choice Um, they if i wanted to have more or less uh, it's not my decision it's the secret service and the decision of the of the dutch home secretary to provide uh, when it comes to parliamentarians for um, uh, protection.
0: Oh my goodness! Well, I admire that your government that at least they're willing to protect you. It's more than I could say uh, for the United States of America, which lets people twist in the winds who they don't they don't agree with. You are uh, are not supported, strangely enough, by homosexual groups or women. They're the ones who have the most to lose by radical Islam. Why don't they support you?
1: Well, some of them uh, uh, do actually. It's not that they don't uh, uh, support me. Um, They do. Groups of them um, um, do support me, because you are right. If Islam would get its way, if there would be more um, Islamic influence in our societies, all the people that are non muslim whether they are homosexual, whether they are women, whether they are apostates or renegades, or whether they are just intellectuals who are criticizing Islam, they will be the first to pay the price. It's especially the um, um, representatives of the of the Christian belief. Uh, however, uh, where uh, much of the Christians support my point of view, that uh, those people, unfortunately, in our multicultural society, are appeasing as well and are criticizing uh, myself. Uh, indeed, leaders of the Jewish, leaders of the of the Christian community, but the real people, the common people in the street, support me. If there would be elections today, my party and I'm I'm referring to a poll from two days ago would be the biggest party if there would be elections i could be the new dutch uh, prime minister so there is a lot of support but there is also a lot of uh, resistance i have to be honest about that
0: well your society has always been a very tolerant society and of course uh, I'm, I'm a student of the immune system and we also understand how the retrovirus works if you've studied hiv or any other retrovirus uh, they usually take advantage of a weakness in the immune system and then mimic the defense cells themselves and then take over the entire body politic, <laughs> if, you want, if you want to put this on a, on a political level. That's what's going on in the West, which is that ultra-tolerance has enabled some of these radicals to enter the country under the guise of, uh, let us say, asylum or please help me. They come in, and the, the next day you wake up, they're trying to take over your country and throw you out of your own country, which I don't understand how anybody with any intelligence can't see it going on, which leads me to the next question. Since you wrote your book in '05. Have there been changes in your favor, meaning has has Holland awakened in any way to the threat or has Holland become weaker?
1: Well let me first say that I, I agree with the analysis that in at least in Holland and the most part of the Western world we were tolerant um, also to the intolerant and what I really hope that we start being intolerant uh, to the people who are intolerant to our societies and to us and because of this political correctness we are not have things changed well like I said um, I represent now at least virtually in the polls the biggest party of the Netherlands so things have changed yes. But um, when you look at the policy of the Dutch government or the UK government or the German government or the French government, you see very... Um, a little change. People talk about it more but when it comes to policy um, there is still so much politically correctness also by the liberal and leftish press uh, in uh, in Europe uh, that it sometimes um, sickens me uh, a lot. But once again the people are not fooled. The distance uh, the difference between the Vox Populi uh, and the political elite is still uh, huge. Um, so we need more changes. We need not only to talk but to act and I think that um, uh, by the next elections in Holland we could make really make a difference there
0: now you you state that a ruling elite exists among parliamentarians who only care about their own personal careers and disregard the will of the people. That's exactly what's going on in America. You have a two-party system that absolutely hates the people. And when the people stood up against the health care reform, which is socialized medicine here, uh, Nancy Pelosi and others called them fascists, Nazis, etc., they were shocked to see the people care about their (laughs) their own future. Your party, who created your party and when was it formed? When did this new party begin?
1: yeah well i was before that before i started my new party i was a member of parliament for the conservative liberal party as we Oh, seen. oh, you already were in the system i already was in the system but i got fed up with the uh, current elite and the way they treated me and i was not allowed and sanctioned uh, to talk about uh, um, uh, well islam and islamization and the defending of our own values so um, i left uh, my former party after a lot of disagreement and in 2004 um, I started uh, the new, my new political party, the Party uh, for Freedom. Um, it was in September 2004, and we took part uh, two years later for the first time in the elections, and we got uh, quite a result for a new political party. And then, uh, because the, new, the old elite, the old political parties, only shouted at us and tried to demonize us in any possible way, as they, as they, mm. as they, by the way, still do, we mm. only became more popular, and the subject about the values and about the islamization is something i mean i hope that a lot of americans um, come and see europe and see that whether you go to Malmo or copenhagen or berlin or amsterdam or brussels or paris that our society is changing that there is a parallel society where we have um, sharia courts where we have the most terrible thing honor killings where we have the most terrible things happening and that political leaders looking in the other direction and we Mm. really need to save our continent and my message i'm in the united states now is that please um, united states of america my dear friends here don't think it won't happen to you because it is happening to you and you will also pay the price if you look in the other direction and just ignore the facts that are on the ground today
0: your party could could american citizens make contributions financial contributions to your party if they wanted to
1: well uh, they could yes um, and uh, that would be um, very helpful for um, 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 also my defense because um, we were talking about the united kingdom uh, and i luckily won that one but um, in january my um, criminal prosecution starts in the netherlands also because of my movie Fitness. criminal prosecution a member of parliament for speaking his mind in holland Yes, uh, and this is, is a very sad thing, because the public prosecutor in Holland decided not to prosecute me. Then some people went to a court of appeal in Amsterdam, and the higher court of appeal ordered my prosecution. I could go for 20 months uh, to jail. Um, I oh my god. A, well, we've got to
0: we've got to help you Garrett. We're going to make contributions to your legal fund. I know you didn't come on the program today to to ask for money, but I know that the uh, money is the mother of politics and especially the mother of law in the world today. We know that the opposition, the Sharia folks are backed with unlimited funds, no doubt from Saudi Arabia and God knows where else. Is there a, an email address or a fund that's set up if not uh, how would they make a contribution?
1: Uh, there was a, My Dutch website is called uh, www pvv.nl. Uh, um, P from Peter, the V for Victory, and the V for Victory dot NL, and there you also find a link to the English uh, website, and there people can uh, see how they uh, could help. Uh, it's not only that I'm being prosecuted for my thoughts in the Netherlands, but also um, uh, the country of Jordan is um, um, threatening uh, to ask for my extradition. Uh, wait, wait uh, which, which country? Jordan. The Jordan oh, Jordan,
0: a wonderful country of freedom, yes. A wonderful yes. country, the real yeah, the wonderful country well. of freedom, so long as you're a member of the ruling class. Now, I want to read your website again. I want the millions of people listening to this show to make a contribution, whether it's $5 or $1,000. It's www.pvv.nl. pvv.nl. It's going to go up on my website as well. Many, many people have come to my aid and contributed to my legal fund. And I know that they're looking for good causes that have meaning rather than the Republicans or the Democrats. Savage. Well, thank you very much for listening to today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it and learned something from it. We have about 400 other episodes available for you to listen to absolutely free. You can go back into our vast library of podcasts and listen to any one of them at any time. And remember this, if you want to listen to my podcast ad-free, Sign up for the Savage Premium Membership and get access to ad-free podcasts as well as some premium content from our Savage archives. How do you sign up for those ad-free podcasts? Please visit michaelsavage.com for a link. Again, thank you for your listenership. This is Michael Savage.